0: Hello, how are things? How is it going? Welcome to the Sustainable Ish podcast with me, Jen, and with Spud the Dog having a little snooze here by the side. As I'm recording this, it's the first week of Extinction Rebellion's planned two week autumn rebellion with lots of protests going on. And one of the great things that they've been doing is handing out saplings or baby trees to MPs for them to plant. So it seems fortuitous that today I am chatting to Carol Honeybun Kelly, what an awesome name, from the Woodland Trust about why planting trees is such a powerful thing to do in the fight against the climate crisis, and finding out more about their brilliant Big Climate Fight Back campaign, which is hoping to galvanise and to help us, the general public, to come together to plant a million trees at the end of November 2019. Now before we dive into that episode, that interview, if you're a fan of the show, please do share it with your friends, pop by your pa- pop by your pave that's a bit of a tongue twister, pop by your favourite podcast supplier to leave a rating and a review to spread the word so we can get more wonderful ears on board with all things Sustainable-ish. Right then, grab yourself a cuppa, tune in your ears and enjoy. Hi Carol, welcome to Sustainable-ish.
1: Well, hi uh, Jen, thanks very much for inviting us, good to be here.
0: Really exciting to chat to you. Um, Let's start off as we always do by asking you to introduce yourself and tell us what your role is at the Woodland Trust.
1: Um, right. Well, my name is Carol Honeyburn-Kelly and I'm a strategic woodland project lead at the Woodland Trust, uh, which is quite a lot of syllables. But basically, <laughs> uh, what it means is I work in our estate and woodland outreach department and I help look after some of our, our new and um, bigger projects. So it's very exciting. All my working days are a bit different um, and I have a, a finger in, in lots of pies. So it's really nice to be a part of, of lots of the new work that we're doing.
0: It sounds like an amazing job. So I think most of us in the UK will have heard of the Woodland Trust, but um, I think we do have some overseas listeners and maybe for those who haven't heard of it or aren't really sure what it is that, that you guys do. Can you just fill us in?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, our three main aims are to protect uh, existing ancient woodland mm-hmm. um to restore it uh, where needed and actually to create some more as well because uh, the uk is one of the least wooded countries certainly um in europe and we need to put that right um and we want to sort of bring it up from some really low levels and to do that we need to do quite a lot of, of planting we do our planting with native broadleaf trees which we grow ourselves here in the uk we have our seed collectors go out um and and sourced from really trusted disease-free stands for us. And we have some core contract nurseries who grow them on. So we meet and talk to our trees throughout the year or so (laughs) before they are planted uh, and and wish them all very well. Um, The reason for native broadleafs, it's because it brings so much with it for the nature crisis as well as the environmental crisis. So it creates habitat and wildlife. Um, And what we want to see is a UK that's rich in woodland trees for people and for wildlife. And that is our overriding aim.
0: Wow. So I don't know if you've got figures sort of to hand, but what percentage of the UK is covered by woodland? And how does that compare to some of the best in Europe?
1: Um, some of the best in Europe are, are up around sort of 38 percent and, mm. and sort of half that or below at around wow. 15 um, and less in some places. So we've got some areas that are very, very low. And what we want to do is bring that up, and that doesn't mean carpeting the UK. So if ever you go on a coach trip, that's all you're ever going to see. But it is bringing them back. The right tree in the right place is what we uh, we stand and fall by, and that can be woodland and and big extensive woodlands where it's suitable and and landowners agree. But it can also be small corners of fields that are unproductive. It can be along rivers, um, along roads. So it can be one or two trees providing shade to livestock in a field, right up to a Of, of many many hectares in size
0: um, okay because when when I guess when we think of woodland we think of you know big woods and things that's really interesting that it's a tree is a tree no matter where it is I guess
1: Indeed. absolutely and and from one to many thousands they will do different and yet similar jobs and and people can be quite stressed if you talk to them about woodland because they see there's a massive landscape um, change if you bring mm somewhere but so what we're careful to do very often is talk about that versatility of planting and how it can be from two or three trees um, to grow on up to woodland and it's all about fitting the right trees in
0: the right space okay so maybe an obvious question but I do like to go back to basics Mm -hmm. um why are trees so important
1: oh goodness they are nature's original multitasker right
0: (laughs) the woman of the
1: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. uh, uh, So you'll plant a tree um, and that's fantastic. So it will lock up carbon uh, through the tree and the soil. It will sort of uh, do its photosynthesis. So it'll clean up the air for us. And they all do that regardless. Lovely. But whilst they're doing that depending on what they are and where they are they will do you a thousand other jobs and they don't go off shift of an evening either <laughs> so they will be um, depending where they are they might be stopping soil erosion so helping farmers lose topsoil they might be reducing surface runoff so as their roots go in the ground um, around that it really aerates the soil a little bit creates gaps so that if we have with the flooding and storms we're having one in Lincolnshire right now that surface water runoff will actually it helps drain it so it may reduce flooding further down. It will provide you know habitat for wildlife, it will provide shelter and shade, and that can be for humans, for animals, or for buildings. So you could even affect the price of air conditioning or heat in a building if you have the right screen of trees wow. around. There are thousands of jobs, and I have a favorite photograph I took on holiday in France because trees are truly international. <laughs> very hot day in the south of France and we were sitting we were gone to see some old castle which is lovely and the courtyard was baking hot there was one tree and every visitor to the castle whether they knew each other or not were crammed oh, under really one tree and I took a photo because it is an absolute icon of of how trees how important they are whether they're in the 21st century or the 17th they do all those jobs for us always have always will if we give them a chance
0: Wow. Now, what I wanted specifically to talk to you about, as, as well as the wonder of trees, is yeah. the big climate fight back that, that yeah. you've just launched. So can you tell us what that is and what it aims to do?
1: I can and do stop me if I go on a bit. because <laughs> No, it's fascinating. <laughs> Um, so, the big climate fight back we were looking at a way this year. We wanted to help engage lots of people plant with us individuals communities and and uh, and bigger land managers. but we wanted to to really push home the opportunities and of course, over the summer, we saw very much the population be very motivated and energized by the the climate conversation yeah. and indeed the crisis. So what we looked at what we were planning to do, we saw what was going on you know outside, and we went well a match made in heaven because what we have is a nation and clearly it's a global um, situation but what we were seeing home at the UK were people really upset and worried about the climate crisis Mm -hmm. and it seems to be one of those huge intractable problems if you're sitting at home you might go I wished I could do something but I can't Um, and what we wanted to show was that actually as one person you can make a pledge to plant one tree, mm-hmm. and that's enough. It's manageable. It, it's but you will join, hopefully, with a million others, and then you'll see the difference. You know, yeah. for what that makes, and it's all about encouraging small action for a big result. And we know that trees won't won't end the climate crisis, but they are a huge part of the solution. And for us, as much as that, and helping get our message across, it's allowing people to take part in an action that's that's manageable by most people to some extent and say, actually, to, when they go to bed on the 30th of November to go, today or last week, I did something and yeah. it's start and what else maybe can I do?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we know there's a lot of reduce, uh, you know, recycle, reusing of things to go on. We know that the our globe, um, Mother Earth, and its occupants has to have a look at, at how we continue to go forward but trees will be an epic part of resolving a lot of the symptoms of the crisis now and and helping it going forward. But we have to be planting in numbers, always remembering, of course, the right tree in the right place because we want to do good, uh, not harm. And we Mm -hmm. have to remember there's a lot else going on in our landscape that we need to think about, but we can do it, we can show Ethiopians you know took a bit of a stride ahead of us with their 40 million uh, earlier this year and it is a growing recognition at home and abroad that trees are a huge part of um, a part of the resolution for the climate crisis.
0: Definitely and that whole thing you said about um you know one person one relatively small action and then it combines together with a million hopefully plus other people to create and that's that's kind of the core of what I talk about a lot at Sustainability It's this, you know, this overwhelm, this feeling of, oh, God, what, what positive thing can I do? And actually saying, OK, this is one really positive thing that you can do. It's not going to break the bank. It's not going to take you, you know, years of hard work and dedication, but it is going to have a really big impact. So it's such a powerful message, I think.
1: Yeah. And for us, you know, we're talking about a person pledging and, and, and planting a tree. And we have a lot of stuff for communities. We have free tree packs. We give away almost around a million trees a year to communities. So if you do one now and you get the book, if you look on our website and you want to do it and motivate your community to do a few more, maybe mm-hmm. in March or next November, then it's a step in that direction. And you can find out loads about that. Uh, it's woodlandtrust.org.uk slash bigclimatefightback. If you google just big climate fight back you 'll find us and also look for us on social under the hashtag every tree counts because it
0: absolutely does perfect now what 's the significance of the date the thirtieth of November
1: well um, it is um, in tree planting world we do it between sort of November and March and um, for trees that are grown on in the ground as opposed to in, in little pots, then November to March is, is when they go dormant and you can lift them without sort of causing damage to the tree. Oh, okay. So we wanted people who were looking for trees to sort of be able to find any stock that there was available. So it was important to us that we move towards the end of November. But also it's tree charter day. So the day on which in the UK we celebrate more broadly um the role of the tree, you know, in oh, our wow. culture, in our history. Yeah. Going forward so um when we saw that date was available so you'll see also things like the tree council as well doing a lot of work this year there's also national tree week there's a oh, week of a tree has a whole week and it is all around the culmination of that so and they it's no chance that they fall all at the end of november it's part of that fitting in with the planting cycle because nature won't hurried yes um, program a little bit for something you want to do so um, for us November to March are key times of year and that's when the huge majority of tree planting in the UK takes place
0: Uh, okay so how can we get involved as individuals well absolutely you can pop on
1: our website and it is simply a couple of clicks to um, to sort of make your pledge to plant a tree as you do that if you're not able to go buy a tree or have somewhere to plant it, you can make it a donation so that some of the things we're doing on site we will we will plant a tree for you um, What you could do perhaps is um, you can source trees locally through your nurseries mm-hmm. and we just ask that if you make sure they're uk sourced and grown that they haven't been abroad and come back because that's where we do sometimes have a risk of importing um, new diseases. And also, trees aren't all oaks and beech and growing okay. to forty meters and the size of three double decker buses. What you can do if space is restricted as well, you can maybe look at a, a more of a shrub like a dogwood or a dog rose or something like oh, that, okay. or a holly that you can, you know, trim back and 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 will fit your space. Um, and also, depending on 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 where you live and what your local setup is, things like local councils, parish councils, local councils will have a tree warden. They might know where there's planting going. Oh, okay. on. Your parish council might have been desperate for a hedge along the side of your playing fields um, and not had the money to do it. So perhaps it would be a, a point at which to maybe um, look if lots of people were buying a single tree to, to, to plant like that. Um, but always, if it's land that's not yours, we ask that you try and find who owns it and gets permission because nothing worse than planting a tree and someone taking it up in six mm. months because it's not welcome um, or upsetting somebody who might have been open. To using yeah. their, like, a bit of tree planting but but didn't get the chance
0: um, so if we're looking for um space to to maybe plant more than you know a couple in our garden yeah. um you said that contact your local council and ask for their tree warden yeah um
1: yeah i think that they're they're, they're um so I always smile if you say sort of a parks and leisure department just because of a few series that have been on the television. But yeah, sort of if you contact the the, the, the parks, the recreation, uh, tree warden, pop on their website and they may well have events going on or they might be able to direct you to people locally that can. Um, and, and I think it's really important to sort of try and combine with other local events, if you can, local school mm-hmm. might be yeah. And as I say, parish councils, what we found this year, we, we've sort of pulled this together quite quickly. Um, and we haven't had as much time as we'd like to make some sort of concrete arrangements with people. So we know we've got a lot of partners that are, are buying into this and looking to do something. And where we have specific events, we will put them on our website. Mm-hmm. We, we've got about seven of our estate sites that are doing things as well. So it, it's good doing that. And do you know what? If you can't find a tree or you, 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 you you know don't have the resources to get to the right garden center or or do it online then I just walked through a mountain of conkers to get here yeah <laughs> and not a few acorns so it may well be that you can grab a plant pot and some soil or compost and pop one of your local seeds in there uh, that you're finding from trees uh, at the moment and and watch um, it you know it will take a few months before they um before they come through but there are many ways to sort of solving our our tree crisis
0: so is it literally as simple as that I my mother-in-law did this with our eldest um when he was like one or something found yeah. an acorn and, and and I think a conker as well and and you know planted it in a pot and now he's what coming up 11 and it's probably I don't know it's less than 50 centimeters tall now you know and that's in like nine okay. nine ten years but <laughs> um so is it is it literally as simple as that grab a conker chuck it in some soil like how is there do we need to plant it yeah, so
1: um we've got some we do have some information about it um online um and things like um ash at the moment which um sadly a lot have ash die back and we need to sort of leave that alone so we don't inadvertently spread but yeah definitely um I, I, I have done a few and it, it isn't two. If you think about how nature sort of casts them out and, and they sort of sit and mm-hmm. uh, settle into the ground. So don't get too stressed about it. And mm-hmm. sort of put two or three, uh, you know, in a plant pot or a couple of plant pots and watch. And the main thing with trees, it's that um, they do grow, they get sort of bigger root systems. So if you make sure it's all sort of moved up to a, a pot, that, that will allow its roots yeah. to grow because otherwise it will feel a bit restricted, and um, and also to keep them free of of weeds and grass because young trees are so busy with their roots and other mm-hmm. things they don't have the energy to compete with other uh, yeah. uh, or, or with other sort of grasses and weeds and things like that. So that's the the thing. Um, and if you're able to plant it out in your garden and you've got room, that's lovely. But if not, it gives you an awful lot of thinking and liaison time to yes. make it go. <laughs> someone else (laughs)
0: Um, and um I think because anybody can do that even if you've just got you know a balcony or put it outside by your front door or presumably it needs to be outdoors Uh,
1: yeah outdoors Um, is better for sure um
0: so yeah so that's really encouraging and I love the bit you said about you know it doesn't have to be um an oak tree or a big great thing um so you're looking for hedges bushes so what sort of what constitutes a tree is it just anything that that lasts a long time? <laughs>
1: yeah, there is that because the, the the long slow growers um, that do tend to, to live the longest but also the the simplest way to look at it is is something. Um, a tree is a single sort of stem that, that grows, we call um, a trunk, and you may need to sort of clip the odd or bit off the side as it's growing if you want it to be absolutely beautiful. Um, whereas with shrubs, they will bring out sort of several stems right. and that's what makes them particularly good for hedges um, and oh, okay. in habitat. So um, they will more naturally um, multi-stem um and the likes of so if you're sorry if you're looking at um dogwood elder field maple um crab apple ones like that whereas your oak and your beech will more likely grow um in the same format as a grenadier guard
0: very tall very straight yeah okay and presumably fruit trees and things as well if people want something that's going to multitask for them yeah absolutely um on our fruit tree packs we
1: do things like wild harvest so we have sort of hedges that are made of um slows um crab apples elder or wow. those sorts of things so yep yeah, um you can do that and all they all do a very similar job for nature for biodiversity for um insects and and birds that will want to come around them with small mammals you know, yeah. being protected under them they will all do a job um if you've got a wet bit of your garden then plant a shrub or a tree there and and they drink an awful lot of water so they okay it dry for you
0: yeah and obviously if we've planted seeds in pots that's one of the things we need to look out for over the summer is that they're kept well watered Absolutely. And things.
1: yes yeah because in there they obviously are restricted to what they can pick up from the ground so do try and keep them watered over the summer if they're in a pot
0: yeah I mean it is a lovely thing to do with kids isn't it but um mm. I think we need to maybe manage their expectations that this will be a very long term project and they're not yes. going to see anything for several months. And, yeah, like uh, that. and
1: that's it. it. It is quite a difficult. If we were all on Blue Peter, we'd have had one that we remember yeah. <laughs> and be slightly ahead of the drag. But um, but yeah, but there's also a lesson in there. That yes. Nature is an instant and um, a, a, a very sort of famous uh, saying around here is the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. Mm. Very lucky because the next best time is now. Yes. Uh, and, and there is that waiting. I mean, we plant, you know, around three or more million trees a year. Um, so now we're collecting seed that will be planted um, from November through to April some of those will be sort of 60 centimetres high and ready to plant out next year. Some of those will take two years to reach the height that we need for the contracts they're grown on for. And we don't know from one year to the next what the mast is or what, what the seed is going to be like that comes off the tree, right. how well it will be, how many there will be. So if you get a good year for acorns one year, the chances are it will be low the next year. And there's no artificial way at the moment of, of keeping a glut to last for other for years. Oh, okay. So we are working with nature nature takes her time yeah and so somehow being disappointed because that rate of growth is slow or there's nothing to see for a long time is a really it's a bit of a serious reminder about why it's so important yeah action and we've been taking action for a while
0: and I think that's one of the things I'm quite aware of is that that one of the aims you said right at the beginning was that one of your jobs, if you like, was to protect existing woodland. And that's really, really important, isn't it? Because there's no way that we can replace those ancient woodlands and the ecosystems that are there just by planting, a, you know, even even yeah. a million trees. It's, it's yeah. And that's, I think, some of the issues with some of the carbon offsetting schemes and things, isn't it? What we actually need mm-hmm. to do is protect those big sinks of carbon, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily, well, obviously we need to be planting trees, but, you know, I think we need yeah. to have that
1: that's right it, it is it is those all those things um natural regeneration is another way of sort of letting the trees sort of uh seed and, and and sort themselves out and and we're not against that at all then and, and we'll be doing it on on a fair bit of our estate but we won't achieve the numbers that we need yeah woodland creation um but yes you can't recreate the the soil substructure you can't you know recreate what's going on with ancient woodland it would be like trying to knock down the tower of London and go don't worry we've got a lovely <laughs> we can put there." so much more would be gone that, that mm-hmm. is sort of beyond value so protecting um, and restoring is good for us and and it's another way that people can get involved we're trying to empower people if they've got trees locally, or you know, parts of their view, or, or trees in their towns that they want to save, that we have some tools for them. So to come to our website um, and to help get that message out there, because what we want is is people to really have that sense of have been engaged and responsible for you know things that are going on in in their towns and their village and if there's something they want to say we get a lot of people who phone up and go what's the best thing to do so we do have some sort of tips on on campaigning and also you can always lend your voice to campaigns we're running perhaps in your area mm-hmm. particularly with HS2 and things we've got things going on all over the country so and and that again is something you can do from from a keyboard yeah uh, an email, it might have uh, something where we ask you to write to an MP or something like that, but just really, um, again, it's individual actions to make a bigger result. Sure. So that's yeah. the way of, of supporting what we do and helping the landscape of the country be resilient enough to face the challenges that are coming.
0: Brilliant. And how long? Um, I'm assuming that as soon as a you know tree has leaves and it starts to photosynthesize, it's it's taking in carbon dioxide. But how long the trees that we plant today, mm-hmm. how long will it take before we start to see the kind of meaningful impact we really need in terms of sucking in some of that carbon? Okay,
1: so there's a a, a handy stat um, that would suggest that sort of four trees, um, four lovely um, average trees, over there lifetime and if we looked at that have been a hundred years particularly if you're talking about the likes of, of oak and beach for example would lock up a ton of carbon so we plant around three million um, trees a year um, which is fantastic last year I think oh sorry 2017 I think it was about 2.6 million trees which locked up around 6 hundred and twenty five thousand uh, tons mm-hmm. of carbon um, and going back if we look at our you know our broader estate we've got over a thousand woodlands in the uk um and ongoing year after year they will be continuing yeah. to you know probably around 100 and 150 just more than that uh, thousand tons of carbon so again it's it is that real every tree counts yeah, uh, yeah. now they, they will obviously as they grow and and become full canopied, they're more effective um at, at those jobs but all the while after a couple of years of being in you know they are doing the the water runoff they are providing mm. a habitat there you know they are they are doing those jobs from very early on so yeah so
0: just to put those carbon um that sort of ton of carbon into perspective i think um the average uk person's carbon footprint is anywhere between sort of 10 and 13 tons isn't it so yeah. actually if we all planted so we'd all have, what, so it's four trees per tonne. So yeah. let's just keep it at yeah. 10 for ease. At, so yeah. 40 trees, per, if we wanted to offset our carbon emissions purely through tree planting, um, we would need to have planted 40 trees a year from kind of when we were That's born, right. really.
1: Yeah, which is, it's a bit of an ask, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it is not impossible. And at the same time we're doing that, then, you know, reducing how much is produced in the future for yeah. carbon and, and, and other issues. So it will be... Um, Trees are going to be a huge part of the solution, but they're not the full answer. So we have to carry on. We have to talk to our politicians. We have to talk to the government. They've made some lovely promises and we'd like to see them held to those. Um, And, you know, around the globe, we know that other people will be doing the same. Sure. such a you know such a huge conversation everyone's having
0: now yeah it's not a case of plants some trees job done is it? it's a case of plant some trees and carry on doing all the things carry you on. were doing or start doing all these different things as well so it's it's a it's a brilliant part of the jigsaw um yeah. but yeah we need to be aware of the whole so you said that at some of your sites there were tree planting events happening on the 30th is that right
1: um, yeah, that's that's right. our We've been quite overwhelmed with the response so far. So some of the smaller ones um, have already um, uh, sort of full up. But I work at a site, it's the Young People's Forest at Meads in Derbyshire, um, which is what we think is the first Young People's Forest we set up last year in the UK. And that's going to have a real youth voice in directing the activities and the work that we do there. Um, and that we have spaces for around 500 people um wow. to plant with us on that day um, and we'll have uh, some music going on a bit of a theater group so we've got you know as well as the planting there'll be a way to sort of engage in the day and and, and make a real positive feel about it up at our smithill site in the northwest um they again uh, are having a, a significant um event and i'm just waiting to hear some of the details but if you pop to our website at uh, the woodlandtrust.org.uk and look for events it will list um all the ones that we're planting down at Tring uh, down in Essex as well so uh, there'll be one in in Wales there's certainly one in Scotland and at Carmony Hill in Northern Ireland so there is yeah. a bunch all over it's not as many as we would had we planned this event a while ago we would have tried to phase in some more planting for this year but again we're already sort of committed to what we were doing and and trees have been grown for for sort of specific areas and specific events so we've tried to utilize as much of our estate as we can on occasion but for us it's all about it's wider than us and we want everyone to join and
0: inflate that that message and And at those events we can just register and rock up we don't need to bring a tree you guys will have
1: the tree sometimes if you bring a spade
0: or or a cake uh,
1: well, <laughs> um, and and there will i am anticipating more activity um coming up there's a few discussions going on at the moment so if you keep your eyes on us uh, on social and on, on our website then we'll share them as soon as we have other information because um it does seem to be capturing people's imagination and we're really really thrilled um, by that um, so anything we can do to help engage people with woods and trees um, and go to bed one night feeling positive about, yeah. about what we're doing together for the planet and for the long term um and doing things very locally but that we'll have a national conversation as well
0: brilliant so just to kind of summarize to get involved we can um we visit the website and we pledge to plant a tree yes. if we can't physically plant a tree we can donate and you guys will effectively that, plant a tree hmm. on our behalf
1: I think that's sort of anything from sort of two pounds upwards as well, so we're not asking you know people to sort of bring specific it's 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 all to underscore that people's willingness to to join yeah
0: we can um come along to one of your planting events on the thirtieth, which we can find on the website. Yep. we can um pop an acorn or a conker in some soil in a pot outside and see how we get on with that. We can visit our local nursery and um if we've got space, find some bigger um slightly more mature trees to plant um or we can get in touch with our local council and see if there's any areas that we can get the community or schools involved with planting
1: absolutely uh, know, a fantastic range i think of, of of potential options so hopefully everyone who wants to join us will find something in there that works for them
0: and you're aiming for a million pledges is that right a
1: million pledges and and it's a huge total from from sort of where we sit and where we started from a, you know a few weeks um leading um, but for us, we will be thrilled if we get there or very close to it. Mm. And and for me, sometimes I sort of go, what if we don't? And, and actually, if we don't, that just speaks to us about the message that's still to be got out there, mm-hmm. further engagement to do. So um, whether this is a, a one-off of, of this particular campaign this year or whether we're able to repeat it next year, mm-hmm. uh, those discussions w- will be ongoing. Uh, but yeah, for us... We would absolutely love that at million, and that's what we'll be pushing for. So if you see our hashtag anywhere, yeah, you know, retweet it, get it, uh, get it out there, push it on, you know, Instagram, Facebook. Snapchat. I just pretend I know what Snapchat. Is. <laughs> I don't want to look an idiot, um, but yes. Um, anything you've got, if you can forward our message, then that's as much as part of the campaign as signing that pledge for us. Well. Yeah,
0: and that hashtag is really powerful as well. That every tree counts because you said, "Oh, you know, what if we don't get to a million Well, mm-hmm. every tree counts. Every you tree know, counts. if you've done yeah. eight hundred thousand, that's phenomenal. Yeah, um absolutely. So yeah, yeah. So just remind us um, of the website address and where we can find you on social media.
1: Yeah, we're at um, Woodland Trust dot org dot uk slash big climate fight back and you will find us on many forms of social media and including youtube we'll probably get some things up on there as well and that will be using the hashtag every tree counts and we're at woodland trust
0: brilliant and i'll pop all those links into the show notes for people um so yeah that's been absolutely fabulous thank you so much and i wish you every luck with the campaign and i'll um, be doing my very best to spread the word for you as well because i think it's just such a a win-win and brilliantly simple um thing for people to get out there and do oh no thanks very much
1: for the invitation to come and talk to you about what we do and specifically the big climate fight back because we're really looking forward to share but it's been great to talk to you so thanks very much
0: you've been listening to sustainable ish you wonderful sack of loveliness with me jen gale